Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled, A Trick of the Light, and it was written by Janice Hill. She will be GMing for us, and I will be giving a recap as Gerard de Pantaloon. The jazz is hot, the players are ready, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Life, life is pain, and uh, we do our best to survive in this world. Family is not safe for many of us. It should be, especially during those adolescent years when we are becoming who we will be forever. It's hard, it's wrong, when a family you love doesn't love you in return. But what are you going to do, curl up in a little ball and die? or tells them to fuck off and leave. I guess it depends on your character. I left. I left and came here and reinvented myself. I did things. No one was hurt. You could say I fulfilled the needs of some people. I helped them. But I have to be careful. My persona is crumbling. That bitch of a reporter sticking her nose in paying too close attention. I'm pretty sure she's figured out I'm a homosexual and turned her fucking nose up at me, just like my family. The others may know too, but they don't care. But, but then again, they didn't take my side. They didn't leap to my defense. They went off and are following that little bitch on some drug-induced hallucination. That fucking painting. What is the deal with that fucking painting? You know, you know, I tried to steal it the other night. I slipped into Pearlie's room while he was gone. I was going to take it to Philip Stone myself and collect any cash and keep it all to myself. That's what I was going to do. But someone got to it first. At least that's what I thought, because wrapped up in the cloth was nothing but an old board, a fake. I've been thinking all along that that Frankie fuck is a low life and shouldn't be trusted. I thought maybe he stole it, but but Johnny says he showed it to a a prostitute, a, one of Ole, Oleander's girls, and she says she, and she could see it. This is some crazy shit. I can't figure it out. I've decided to go and have a chat with Tony Fantasia at the Black Sea. Tony told me about the wild parties that uh, Mr. Stone had, a man of unusual tastes, he says. He gave me a letter of introduction, and I plan on joining one of his little clothing-optional parties on Wednesday. Who knows, with a little luck, I might get out of this hellhole. But my persona is crumbling. I should have guessed that that bitch Townsend would get all would get invited herself. She's going to ruin everything for me. I need to step up my plan and, and visit Stone tonight. I'll wear my best suit and leave only a glint of my intentions as I stand here looking into the mirror. I think back on my wretched life, and I wonder how it came to this. What, whatever happened to that little boy from Attleboro? Whatever happened to Jerry Pantowski?
Um, so, uh, Gerard has gotten all kind of gussied up to go out for the evening, and uh, he has the address. Uh, Gerard is, is quite distressed because there's, there's a good chance that uh, everyone's going to figure out that he is a uh, for sale. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially tomorrow at the party. Um, so he's going to, uh, get a cab and, uh, go up to Beacon Hill to, uh, Mr. Stone's house and knock on the door. Well, uh, you heard the description earlier. It's, uh, quite an extensive place mm -hmm. set back away from the main road and, uh, landscaped with, uh, beautiful mown lawns and all of that. And the, uh, English butler will open the door and kind of eye you up and down, but uh, holds the door open for you without much of a comment as if he was either expecting you or if you're, as if your present is, presence is not all that unusual. Ah. Bonsoir. Uh, and, uh, Monsieur, Monsieur Stone, please. Ah, he is expecting you? Uh, no. Come with me, sir, and he'll take you into that front parlor where uh, the others were shown in with uh, the books and the tables and the fireplace and all of that. Mm -hmm. We'll leave you to your own devices for probably three or four minutes. All right. Um, inside, I'm 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 thinking, wow. And outside, <laughs> outside, I am saying, make sure you present yourself as completely indifferent to this. Uh, <laughs> To this sort of stuff and uh after you know three or four minutes where you can kind of cool your heels mr stone will uh, appear he has got his long dressing ground gown on though this time it is uh, gray silk over some brilliantly sort of blood red pajamas and uh We'll uh, go over to the liquor cabinet and uh, bring out a decanter and a couple of brandy snifters and pour some generous amounts in there and kind of passes one over to you with a little nod. Merci. I have my, my little brandy snifter. <laughs> Make a gesture to one of the chairs there in front of the fireplace and he'll settle into the other. So I sit down and sit very sensually, <laughs> and I say, well, monsieur, I've heard that you have, how shall we say it, uh, esoteric tastes. My name, is, my name is Gerard, Gerard de Pantalon. Kind of looks you up and down slowly from head to toes and back up again. He is kind of slouching in his chair. He's got his legs stretched out and crossed at the ankles and, you know, not at all prim or proper or anything like that. And uh, says, Well, you've heard right. You have a beautiful house. Inherited. Um. Monsieur, I am uh, an artist. 
and uh, I just thought that uh, a man, a collector of your uh, caliber, uh, would be someone that I should know. What is your um, area of work? I work mostly in sculpture, Monsieur. Classical, modern? Uh, I take uh, inspiration from uh, both uh, uh, Cubism and Expressionism. My, my work is quite, quite unique. Makes a little gesture towards some of the modernistic paintings that are hanging on the wall. Do I recognize any of the artists? Um, <laughs> They're certainly in the style of um, Cubism and Picasso, though. Mostly they're just lots of splashes of bright colors arranged ah. in, in sort of different, different ways. Not representational. Is, is he, what is he sitting on? In, in a chair or in a, yeah, on it's a couch? Yeah, it's like an armchair. Hmm. Next, next, you know, in front of the fireplace there. Exactly sure what I want to do. I think I just want to seduce him because he's rich. He has money. <laughs> um, um, I, I just, I just sit, sit quietly and stare, uh, stare at him. Okay. With, with a seductive smile on my face. So he'll sip his brandy. He does not seem to be in any hurry. And in fact, um, you've got a pretty good people sense in general. And uh, the impression that you get is that he is enjoying kind of stretching out the, uh, the moment, the undercurrent there. And there's definitely some chemistry. Ah, it is, uh, it is uh, rather warm in here. Would you mind if I took off my jacket? Be as comfortable as you like. So I... Uh, I uh, take off my jacket, and uh, as I do, I pull out the little letter of introduction, mm -hmm. and uh, I say, oh, this is for you, monsieur. Huh. Takes it from you and flips it open, scans it fairly quickly and folds it up, tucks it away in his uh, pocket of his robe. Mm -hmm. Well, we have uh, friends, mutual friends then, I see. Oui, monsieur. Kind of sips his brandy and watches the fire for a little bit longer. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not very good at seduction. Let's see. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monsieur, would you would you mind showing me your beautiful art? He gives you a quirky little smile. Etchings? Whatever you like, monsieur. I, uh, I have heard you have some rather unusual tastes. Uh, I am one for the unusual. He stands up and walks slowly around you, kind of sizing mm -hmm. you up from all angles. It's, uh, I don't know how uncomfortable or comfortable it is for Gerard, but it's definitely a sort of a tense kind of 
weighing and measuring and uh, you know probably stacking you up against something inside of his own brain whether it's his own artistic ideals or who knows but uh, it's a very long and uh, not at all uh, discreet kind of examination he's not you know he's not being blatant but he's not at all being embarrassed or anything like that he he has me right where i want him <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i don't know i'm not at all embarrassed or you or or put out so good good and he's not trying to intimidate you at all i mean there isn't that kind of uh, sense of bullying it's just that he he's clearly looking for something or sort of inspecting you in a sense okay okay yeah, so there's nothing. He's not trying to, you know, leverage power over you or anything like that. And part legs. of it may be. Because I'm too thin. Part of it may be that. Thin. Yeah. <laughs> part of it may be that he just, uh, he just wants to see how you react under this kind of, you know, mm -hmm. examination in a sense. But uh, you're keeping your cool and not letting any of your doubts show on the outside. So. And uh, once he makes the kind of full circuit, he will stop kind of a little off to the side of you and say, are you looking for some sort of permanent change in your fortunes, Gerard? Oh, monsieur. Um, what do you have in mind, monsieur? Well, I... Uh, I don't get a strong sense that you are well situated. Would that be accurate? Mm, I am okay, as they say in America. <laughs> I have an interest in artists, proteges, mm. and um, Certainly, if uh, you've an interest, I could consider being a patron. Ah, monsieur, you flatter me, and you haven't even seen my work. Hmm. If it's as uh, unique and unusual as you are, then I'm sure it is uh, worthwhile. Hmm. Well, I want you to understand, monsieur, I didn't come here simply for that reason. Oh. I heard you were a very interesting man, and I like interesting men. <laughs> well, don't we all? So you're interested in art. Um, what I've got down here in the public rooms are, um, well, for show. The more ah. interesting stuff is upstairs, if you care to uh, come up and take a look at it. You're Give me your honest opinion. Uh, yes, perhaps we should go to your private rooms. I, uh, I may not be terribly knowledgeable about the value of art, but I do know what I like. And I'm always looking for another person's opinion. That is always most important. Yes. Art is meant to excite the senses and uh, stimulate the mind. 
Yeah. Sets his brander snifter aside on the table and says, come along then. Gives you a little motion of the hand. Okay. Right. And up the big that. stairs. And uh, he actually takes you into that same uh, semi-round room where his prized art collection is, as opposed to, to his bedroom or his private chambers. Mm -hmm. And we'll... Uh, Flip the lights on. This room is, uh, as earlier described, completely dark except for the little spotlights above the various paintings. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it will give you an opportunity to wander and take a look at them. And... Is there anything that stands out? Is there a Pikmin in the room? Um, there is a small painting, um, fairly small. I believe about eight and a half by 11 or a little larger that is a uh, looks like a graveyard under moonlight with the iron picket fence and slightly tilted headstones and uh, it's all in grays and silvers it seems to be the most uh, realistic and representational of the artwork that's here um, it doesn't have a signature on it though um, initials or something like that so nothing but to actually indicate that it's a Pikmin? Not strongly. Aside from there is a slight echo in the uh, technique in the Lambert painting. You know, the Lambert painting is probably a, a very bad amateurish attempt mm -hmm. at reproducing this style. So I, I, I'm looking at that one in particular, and I'm like, this one is very interesting. And I turn to him and I say, is it a Pikmin? Mm, you have a very good eye. His uh, work is far and few between to find. Yes. Uh, and have you searched? I imagine you would search high and low. This one, this one is very nice, but I have heard that some of his larger pieces are breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> Breathtaking and shocking if you uh, talk to the members of the Boston Art Society. What do they know about art, monsieur? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, casually throws an arm over your shoulder. I've been looking for more of these or anything similar to them. Um, but... Uh, they appear to be difficult, difficult to locate. You know, I believe that I once heard that even his studio was very difficult. I don't think that anybody ever actually knew where he worked. No. He was very, very secretive. Very reclusive, yes. We... And uh, mm. my understanding is that... Uh, Aside from perhaps one other person, he never really accepted students or uh, taught, as many artists do, to uh, fill in financially when their work is not uh, selling very steadily. Hmm. Yes, um, I, I believe I've only heard, Monsieur, of one uh, student of his, uh, Monsieur 
Lambert, I believe was his last name. Uh, you are well informed. Not too many people know about Mr. Bickman and even fewer seem to know about Jeremiah Lambert. Now, as I told you, I, <laughs> I have a rather esoteric taste, Monsieur. You do. Truthfully, if uh, one can't get uh, hands on a Pikmin, then um, a Lambert might be second best. Hmm. I, I have no idea where one could procure such a thing. Hmm. Well, I have feelers out, of course. I have my little uh, elves uh, with their ears to the ground, running here and there, hopefully. Um, Frankly, I would be happy to get rid of most of this if I could replace them all with uh, Lambert's or Pikmin's. Hmm. Well, there's no need to get rid of them. They are beautiful, all in their mm. own. Uh, hang them in different parts of the house. Uh, this room is reserved for the cream of the crop, the, um, the truly unique. Hmm. Well done, monsieur. Beautiful. Now I've got this empty space over here that would be possibly the perfect spot for a sculpture, uh, providing that I could uh, turn up something um, fitting to add to uh, what's already here. Mm. Well, we shall see if my taste in creating art is in line with your taste in viewing art well you have a, a studio or a gallery where i could come to see some of your pieces no monsieur i uh i do okay for myself monsieur but uh funding is always very difficult perhaps uh, as i said if your uh, particular artwork uh, strikes a chord perhaps um Perhaps I'd be willing to commission something. Hmm. I will return then. Uh, uh, it may take me a few days. Um, I heard it on the grapevine that you are having a party tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, a number of other um, people in my circle are also avid art collectors. Oh. Now, it is... Um, it is clothing optional. <laughs> so is my whole life, monsieur. <laughs> oh, good. I would not want you to be, um, have your sensibilities shocked. Huh. Monsieur, my sensibilities. <laughs> you, have, you have a wonderful sense of humor, monsieur. <laughs> you understand that... Um, these sort of events, if um, they get out, uh, the wrong kind of people show up, including um, the authorities who would uh, disapprove of such a, a private gathering. Ah, uh, Monsieur, rest assured, I do not speak to the authorities. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. You seem a very, a young man who is wise beyond his years thank you monsieur merci 
you have any further appointments this evening that you need to uh, to attend to, or is uh, is your evening free? Uh, Monsieur, yes, I I honestly did not come here just to view your art. Um, if you're interested, I can show you something else interesting. <laughs> he pats the little letter that's in his robe pocket. Well, let's see what sort of art we can make. We miss you. <laughs> Takes you by the hand and yeah. <laughs> scuttles you off to his uh, private bedroom which has a big four-poster bed with uh, heavy silk hangings and uh, thick uh, Turkish carpets. And all the furniture in here is very heavy and very dark, which is at odds with what's in the rest of the, the house that you've seen, which is uh, very modernistic and clean. These are more like a Victorian throwback, so uh, possibly grandparents' furniture or something like that. I don't think that we talk for the next hour or two. Oh, easily not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know how terribly uh, experienced Gerard is, but I'm sure that he uh, may make up for lack of finesse with a great deal of enthusiasm. <laughs> and uh, he's... There is, there is no, uh, he never mentions anything about a charge. Okay. And if none is given, he doesn't ask. So, okay. but afterwards I imagine he's sleepy mm -hmm. and uh, I should probably return. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, if you uh, let yourself out, you will be, uh, met downstairs at the bottom of the stairs by the butler who will um, have a generously thick envelope for you mm. and will um, say that um, you are welcome anytime. Mm. What is your name, monsieur? Edward, sir. Edward, sir. Ah, uh, bonsoir, Edwards. Do you need a, a ride back to your um, situation? No, monsieur. I, I'll catch a cab. It's okay. Very well. Thank you. Good evening. And I leave. And I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to need a cab. You could just fly home on your own. And I'll probably. Take a little cloud. I will, of course, take a the commission and send it to uh, Tony uh, and uh, and then I'll return home and put my clothes, put my nice clothes away and uh, think about, hmm, how quickly can I put together some interesting piece of art that would match the stuff that he likes? Yep. What you saw there was um, certainly some stuff reminiscent of uh, Hieronymus Bosch with mm. tortured souls, uh, some cubism, um, 
a couple of paintings that are very sort of dark and shadowy with amorphous sort of vague human or non-human shapes in them. He clearly, his tastes, at least in his private art, clearly run to the more obscure and decadent, maybe, that would be a good word for it. There are things that evoke a, a dark emotion in a person. Yes, so ex exactly. Expressionism, you know, like, like the screen or... Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, that's kind of the direction that my art was going because I did the horror, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I mentioned before. So maybe modifications to that piece of art will work. Yes, indeed. All right. And so I go back to sleep. And I, I hide the money. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Put it, squirrel it away someplace where people aren't likely to just come across it. <laughs> well, um, as uh, you folks have established previously, uh, the group has been meeting around 2 o'clock in a coffee shop not too far from uh, Pearlie's apartment. Um, I believe that uh, Frankie and Johnny have some information to share about their uh, evening with the uh, young lady, what information they garnered from that. And I believe that uh, Diz and Prez have uh, some leads that uh, they're interested in following up uh, as regards Danny Dice. So uh, we will assume that uh, you all have taken care of whatever business you needed to take care of during the morning and are uh, convening at your uh, usual default time. And uh, we can presume that uh, you've got in touch with the kid, Maggie, and can uh, tote him along as well with you. So right. we're meeting in the afternoon, like we usually do? Yes, that is correct. The next day? Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, no one's really um, set up anything formal. It's just sort of defaulted <laughs> to that since uh, you guys have sort of fallen into that habit since the party. Okay. Pull up a chair, everybody. All right. Now, don't make a fool of yourself in front of these people, okay, kid? Now, Miss Maggie, you know I never do anything like that. I'm just here to take photos. I'm just here to look. Here okay. To watch. okay. That's fine. Just. Stay back and get yourself a cup of coffee here and let, let the adults talk. <laughs> All right. Okay, boys. Uh, what did you get from your, uh, from your little date? Johnny, you want to go or do you want me to talk? Hey, I mean, the setup was for you. <laughs> well, so I, I, think you should talk. I, I don't... I don't know if I would consider it successful or not. I mean, we got some more information, so that's good. But it kind of just led to another rabbit hole. Um, the woman we met, she was extremely hesitant to give us any information about her, what's the word, madam, um, who's who goes by Lydia, right? Lydia. Lydia Oleander. So she was, um, she was concerned for what, and she seemed to be sympathetic for what we were trying to do, but she 
was very tight-lipped. She didn't want to get in trouble, I think. Well, that makes sense. She probably doesn't want to upset her pimp um, or madam. I'm still convinced she she has it's not a brothel. I think she's, you know, with a pimp, but and he just uses this Oleander figure as a as a cover. Um, well, that's disappointing. I was hoping we'd have a clear path to this one. That this woman went to. I'm sorry. What was what was that, Johnny? Yeah, she apparently she she went to some some party. Um, as a matter of fact, um, the gentleman who basically brought this this painting was the one that invited her to this party. And from what I'm hearing, these parties are kind of uh, wild. Clothing optional, they say. Um, but she did tell me that this man had has a temper, um, and he can get violent uh, when his temper flies. And it's, I think, if if you insult him or insult his his artwork, or insult his status or something like that, that's when he tends to sort of fly off the handle. So, yes, I. If, if, if we're if we're gonna if we're serious about doing this investigation, I think that we should find a way to get to this this party well that leads me to my dilemma i do not want to go to this party um and i certainly got the same vibe from this gentleman that he's not a good character uh, but it may be the only way that we'll gain access to this sort of seedy underworld and perhaps uh find this this poor girl um, I'm willing to, you know, get past my uh, uncomfort with the whole situation, you know, in order to to find her. Well, if you if you don't mind me saying so, you said the other day when you described some of his things, perhaps it would be better if I went to this party. I might be more to his liking. How you say? An artist, an unusual artist. That's true. Hmm. However, I did I did accidentally promise that, you know, I would I would have the the painting for him. Um and he is expecting that. I might be able to get away with it. Um but has I, anybody I looked at the painting lately? Where is the painting right now? Doesn't really happen. Well, I thought that Johnny showed it to the yeah, the lady of the evening. It should still be. A, I didn't take it away from your your place, Frank, but um, so it should still be in your house, wrapped up. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. So it is at Frank's house. Let's just make sure. Um, hopefully, your wife doesn't come in and look at this painting. Might be upset about that. He has a wife. Speaking of which, if anybody wants some risque photographs, let me know. Hey, I mean, hey, some, hey. some of you did pay for it. Oh my goodness! What did you boys get up to? First of all, no, it was rather innocent. I'm, I'm... I would hope so. Oh, for just, your wife's sake. Hey. 
I, I will say one thing too that has me a little bit concerned that the the woman that we met with, um, I think her name was Georgette. She she kind of made it seem as though like she hasn't seen she recognized the woman in the painting, but she didn't know her name per se. But she hadn't seen her in like a year. So yeah, she says she says that she um, she met a man and that she was at a bank for what the sounds of it, it sounds like she was trying to get away from the business and uh, run along with this man, this young man, who happens to be an artist. Yeah, apparently she was in love with the gentleman that painted the, the, the painting. Monsieur Jeremiah Lambert. Hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, we're kind of, we're, we're basing this whole thing just on her, our perception of her saying, help me, and yet, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's one thing to look at a painting and come up with an idea like, okay, well, in this painting, I think that this woman is crying out for help. Somebody else might perceive it a different way. But if everyone who looks at this painting is getting the same message, the fact that she's actually speaking to us, not just something that we perceive as part of the, the, the art, um, there's something else to it. You know, it's, it's, it's more than a coincidence for <clears throat> anyone who looks at this painting to come up with the same exact Gerard, are you uh, comfortable in going to this man's party alone? I am uh, not not any problem at all. Have you been in well, difficult situations like that before? Of course I have. I have grown up on the streets of Paris. It was he's, quite rough. He's quite violent, and with me, at least, uh, me and Mr. Prez, he was... Um, but perhaps you just rubbed him the wrong way. Well, how about this? How about if you're gonna if you're gonna go, why not take us along? Just myself. If if you don't mind walking around the house naked. I thought it was optional. Oh, so. it is optional. But if you don't want to stand out like I saw some. Uh, well, we can bring our instruments. We can play some music while everybody's doing their thing. You should probably say something to your little photographer there that um, they're all chasing a, uh, a painting that has a woman trapped inside of it, which they all saw while they were drunk and, uh, and taking some rather uh, stiff uh, uh, drugs. <laughs> I saw nothing. But yes, whatever, it's, it's a wrong. This is this is kid. Uh, what 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 is your name again? You know it's Paul, Miss Maggie. You just call me kid when you get mad or you get a little tipsy. Well, Paul, Paul, let me let me Paul Newsom, y'all. If we were to bring the painting over or have him come over to our to, to uh, Frankie's place, to oh. see it, and he responds the same way as everybody else, would you now believe? Are you are you talking about who? The kid. We'll bring we'll bring him with. He's 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 trustworthy. I don't care if you show him the the the, the piece of wood with the terrible painting on it. 
excuse Mr. Pantalon's uh, rudeness. He's been in quite a mood the past few days. I understand he's one of them fancy Paris people. They have their tempers, I guess. But mm. their money's just as good as anybody else's. If Monsieur Newsome, do you drink? No, sir. Do you use the reefer? No, sir. Well, then you're going to see a really ugly painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to take photos and sell photos. He's one of the best we have at the Globe. I figured he might be a useful uh, uh, addition to our little team. Um, well, well I, I have no problem at all with going to this party. Okay. So what do you hope to accomplish at this party? Actually, that's a good question. What questions mm -hmm. do you want me to ask? What do you want me to find out? Well, we need to find all we can about this girl. I mean, he was very, he was not forthcoming at all with me when I brought no, up this. He subject. doesn't know anything about the girl. No, he doesn't. Then why are we bothering with this guy? Well, this girl frequented his parties, um, according oh. to, um, you know, according to the boys uh, when they hired her, her fellow, fellow lady of the night. Uh, and so it, it may be worthwhile to, to um, sort of hobnob with this uh, particular group of individuals. Don't you think it might be more productive to go where she lived and find out where she went? We can't but find we information about her. We don't even know her real name. Yeah. Yeah, but if we went where she lived, we might find something with her name. But we don't know where she lived. Yeah, can we think yes. of any way to find out where she lived? Yes, we do. Our name? We'd have to go and see the, uh, the madam. No. We got a better lead. And what's oh, that? Lambert's place. Lambert's place? Oh. Lambert's place, which is where the painting was picked. Picture was painted. Well, but painting. this was years ago. No, it was a year ago. And Lambert was there a couple of months ago. Oh, really? I what thought the painting was, was painted uh, uh, like a decade ago. Wasn't it painted in like 1922? 26. 20, oh, it was 26. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was recent. Okay. Hmm. Well, uh, the landlord is uh, is Danny Dice's brother-in-law. That's right. So we've got an in there. Yeah, and we talked to him, and uh, we tried to uh, convince him that uh, we could provide an artist, that's you, Gerard, who could fake the paintings. Oh, yes, that, uh, that scenario, which you, you discussed with me the other night. And if the but, fellow's going to paint a painting, well... Having, to a know at, having a look at the place where the painting was painted. And any other paintings that are there. Yeah, get the and style. Try to find out information about the guy. He's, you've got to walk a mile in his beret in order to paint like him. Yeah. Well, I don't mind this. Uh, perhaps I could show uh, Monsieur Stone also some of my own work. 
he'd probably be interested in it. He tends to like that odd sort of uh, oeuvre. How bad is wrong? Uh, is it bad enough? Well, I would show you the horror, but uh, you probably couldn't handle it with your drug-induced hallucinations about everything. But I will go with you. I'm very curious to see where Monsieur uh, Jeremiah Lambert painted his paintings. Okay, but just remember, when we get in there, as far as this landlord is concerned, you're, you're the artist, you're the guy who's faking the pictures. I am a, 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 a counterfeiter, as you call it. Yeah, a copyist. You're an artist. You're an artist. Yeah. You can do that. A forger. Yes. Ah, okay. I hope he doesn't want me to prove it because I'm not really a painter. No, I know this guy's just some some rube. And even if he does, you can pull some sort of artistic thing. You don't. Have, you have to feel it in order to paint it. Yeah, Actually, just, to just... be to be perfectly honest with you, I could imitate that garbage you have under the bed in there. A small this child. Is, this, <laughs> this is this is this is what we want. This is what you're pretending to do. So I mean, just put on your best beret, and I don't know what you artists do. Like, put on your one of your dad's old shirts, back to front. We have a smock. Ah, oh, well, same thing. Uh, and yes, a beret. Of course, a beret. Yeah. Can you mince? I'm sorry. Can you mince? <laughs> Don't artist means? Means? I don't understand know this word. Yeah, a walk on your toes. Small steps. Oh. Throw yes, I can do that. Sure. Oh, good. I took 12 years of ballet. No, but of course I'm not. I don't know how to walk on my toes. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, perhaps the kid and I can tag along too. Maybe the landlord will be more willing to let her landlady will be more likely to to speak to us um or to a female yeah do not tell him you're a reporter no 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 we'll i'll keep that i'll keep my professional credentials hidden and i'll take a smaller camera to be less surreptitious i won't take my big camera yeah, you Good better idea. not point. Don't, you better not point that camera at me. I'm just saying. You've point, paid you me that camera at me. You're gonna, you're gonna get all sorts of new lumps. Now, Mr. Prez, you know you and I have done business before about photos and keeping them hidden, and you know, I know which side my bread's buttered on, as my mom would say. So I take yeah, pictures just, that make me money. You just. Drive well clear when you're skirting around me, boy. Well, I'm sorry. What day is it? Is this Wednesday or Tuesday? This is Tuesday. Tomorrow night's the party. party. That's correct. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's go head over to Lambert's old place and see if we can get more information from them. Do we know where that is? We know where Dice is. Ah. Yeah. All right. I shall follow along. All right. Well, the whole group of you can uh, go over to Danny Dice's gambling emporium. Maggie will stay outside. She's not going to go in there. Okay. 
the front of it looks like a, a speakeasy, pretty much. Uh, the back is where the poker and the dice and all of the, the gambling goes on. And uh, Danny is a uh, slender, well-dressed um, slip of a fellow who likes flashy clothes and uh, a bit too garish pinky rings and uh, but uh, he'll be lounging at the bar since there's not a lot of uh, trade in at you know two thirty three o'clock in the afternoon the place really isn't jumping quite yet and uh, probably going over some receipts with the uh, fellow behind the bar and counting out big stacks of money and uh, there's a chalkboard up on one wall that's got uh, today's horse races and betting odds and that sort of thing chalked up on it. And uh, he's probably not going to look around too much until uh, one of you tap him on the shoulder since people are kind of come and go. But uh, he'll be rather surprised to see a, a bit of a mob here, Prez and Diz and uh, our two musicians and this young kid well, and uh, could Gerard. Could we, uh, instead of walking in all together, can we come in? Uh, oh, sure. A bit separate. And then I'll, I'll take uh, Frankie aside and I'll say, um, I'll, I'll have a look at the clues on the outside and I'll say, what do you think about trying to maybe set up something with, with the owner here so that we can probably grab a few gigs? I was trying to think, have we played here before? Uh, they don't normally have music. It's more of a drink until you're blind and lose all your money sort of operation. Okay. So, I mean, perhaps we can come up with a proposal. We're making plenty of money here, so why not? I mean, some music might liven up the place, get people coming. Maybe a special Maybe. night sort of thing? Yeah. I like it. All right. Okay. So, like, as 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 everybody else is sort of ushering in, I I took him aside to say that, and then okay, we'll, wait, we'll, we'll have a smoke, and then we'll walk in a few minutes. Okay. After. So it's not obvious that you're all together. No, I think right. just just Des and I will uh, will go up to uh, Danny with uh, Gerard because because yes. um, I'm the artist. Because you know, we said we'd we'd get back in touch with him when we had an artist. You, you did indeed. So, um, well, he'll uh, turn around and uh, lean his elbows on the bar and kind of lounge a little bit and sort of size up uh, Gerard up and down, who I presume is dressed in his usual flamboyant kind of uh, ensemble. Mm -hmm. Of course. There you are. I told uh, you. We, I told you we get you an artist. Is this an artist or what? This is an artist. Yeah, it is an artist. You can't get more arty than this. <laughs> Believe me. Now is look. Is he any good? Uh, yeah, he's raw. Well, this this guy knows knows his stuff. Um, okay. But you, you know what these artists are like. He's got the artistic temperament. You know, sort of lean in oh. and say this. Sort of watch it. Monsieur, um, are you familiar with the? <laughs> Uh, Gainsborough at uh, the Boston Library, uh, the one that is known as the Bastard Child. It is a fake. I did it. Really? And they have no clue. 
Well, I think we can uh, we can do some business here. Um, how are you at um, something a little more unusual? What do you mean, like sculpture, or uh, you just well, mean more the, unusual art style? He is the most unusual artist you have ever seen. Amen. That's the truth. Uh, you think he can uh, make a good copy of uh, some of that stuff that came out of that? Uh, that studio? Uh, we well, think yeah. so. Look at it. If, if you are referring to some of the more unusual artists here in Boston, uh, uh, Jandet and um, Pickman and um, uh, Delors, uh, of course. Well, there are people who are uh, interested in paying a pretty penny for this more... Um, I don't know what to call it. It's uh, not to my tastes, but, uh, you know, we can make a little money between the three of us, so much the better. Mm. As long as awesome. I am supplied with the things that I need. Um, so what do, you, what, 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 what do you think? This, this, this is the guy. I mean, you know, let's put the card, our, our cards on the table. What do you need? What do you need, Frenchie? I would have to give you a list. I need money to go out and buy supplies. Well, we can French you something, you know, as far as that goes. Um, yes, please, French me something. You said before you needed to saturate yourself in the... Oh, well, yes. I, I need to see as many examples of the kind of stuff that you, you want. Well, you, um, where can I see my, examples? My brother-in-law... Um, he was the landlord for this fellow. And um, from what I understand, he uh, left some of his stuff behind. I don't know if that'll be any use to you. Absolutely. Good. Right. Um, he looks around the bar and grabs a little scrap of paper and scribbles an address on it. Now you take this over. Uh, it's over near the harbor. And uh, my no good brother-in-law, his name's Irwin. And... Um, you let him know that I said it's okay for you folks to go up there and look around. Where, where is, uh, is the, in the harbor area? So, he'll shove the address across over to you folks. Uh, is it anywhere near the Black Sea? <laughs> <laughs> no, luckily. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> uh, uh, Merci. I'll say gracias. <laughs> <laughs> Obrigado. Now, how long, do you, how long do you think this is going to take? Well, I would have to see the paintings before I could tell you. Right. If it has many figures inside of it, if there's something really special, it will take longer, of course. Of course, of course. Well, I don't think we're talking about bowls of fruit here or anything like that. Yeah. Well, the fruit are easy. Horses are difficult. Uh, I don't think there are any horses in any of these pictures, but uh, I could be wrong. I have, you know, I haven't seen, the only one I saw was the one that uh, the Pearly's supposed to take over to Philip Stone, so I don't know what else is there. I always heard that hands were the most difficult bit to do. Hands I remember when, I was, when I was a kid, I could never do hands. They always Be looked like beaks. Oh, you once tried to become an artist. 
No, I just, you know, I just like drew pictures when I was a kid, mm. you know, of um, stuff. I see. Well, nobody's well, hand, so I don't think that's a problem. Hands are not a problem. Good. Horses, horses' hooves are a problem. See, like I told you, a pro. The guy's a pro. He can do hands, everything. All right. Well, we'll get back to you, Mr. Dice, once All we right. have to figure out. All right. Well, I've uh, I've got contacts. I've got people looking for this stuff. So uh, oversaturate too much because you get too many of these things floating out, then uh, people will start to question whether or not they're the real deal. But well, um, and, and you know, too too many on the market is going to push the price down as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So you don't want to kill a cash cow. Nope. Nope. So uh, once you look at the place, you can give me an idea of uh, how long you think it's going to take, um, subject matter. You know, I can uh, let out a couple of rumors here and there that there might be something coming up, get the appetites, maybe get some people bidding against each other. After I have an assessment of the, the project, uh, I, will, uh, I will talk to Mr. Prez. Uh, and uh, Monsieur Diz, and I will have them contact you. Good, good. Sticks a hand out. And of course, I, I shake like this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shake hands with the present Diz. And uh, all right, boys, it looks like we're in business. Good to know. We'll get back to you as soon as we've got something for you. Okay. Yeah, if Erwin uh, gives you any trouble, just tell him that, uh, well, just remind him that I, uh, well, he owes me some money, and that should pretty much uh, take care of any problems. We, oui. Merci. Let's go. He'll go back to counting through his big stack of cash and checking the receipt. Uh, we. <laughs> and as soon as we get outside, I go, is that man is an utter moron. I made all that shit up and I didn't know what I was talking about. And he didn't know that I wasn't talking about something. <laughs> we are going to check. I have been practicing uh, doing more of your Boston accent. All right. Ah, yeah, that was pretty good. Well, where to next? Shall we go there? Yeah, we should. We have Lambert's address. We do. We do. Okay. Do we? Sorry. Can someone remind me? Do we know that Lambert's missing, or we just this is like our first lead to find him? Yeah, I we thought heard. that Lambert's dead, isn't he? Well, we've heard rumors he's disappeared, right? He, he blew out of this place a couple uh, after with a couple of months rent behind. So he's been gone for a little bit. We're only a couple months behind him, if that. Okay. You know that it's interesting, too, that his teacher, Monsieur Pickman, disappeared as well. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they have run off together. 
Could be likely. Well, that's just cool. Yes, All right. let's go. You guys can uh, hail a couple of uh, taxi cabs unless uh, Frank wants to drive. Take his car. Uh, There'll be a tight squeeze in one vehicle. Yeah, I can drive, but I, I don't think I can fit everybody. I'll hail a cab. Anyone okay. can come with me. Okay. I'll go with Frank. Maggie, why don't you and drive? I'm sorry. Oh, yes, Gerard, you're welcome to, to join if you like. No, I'll go with Frank. Okay, you do that. Come on, Gerard, let's go. And then I'll, I'll, I'll actually look back at the, uh, I guess, the speakeasy, and I'll say, I guess we'll come back later and try to discuss business with him. Yeah. This is more pressing anyway, so. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, but that's just an idea I wanted to throw out there for you. Yep. Well, the uh, address takes you over to uh, one of the less reputable part of town compared to uh, where Pearlie's place is even. There are a lot of uh, warehouses and tumble-down buildings and uh, areas here that are in fairly dis disrepair. Uh, you pull up in front of a three-story building. The harbor is pretty close to this building, actually, within easy walking distance. This is not a good neighborhood. Yeah. There's uh, just little flakes of paint on the front. It's very weathered. Um, a couple of little scraggly weeds growing up around the front stoop. Um, this building is probably Civil War era, maybe a little later clapboard. You can tell that the roof is sagging a bit. The foundations are a little askew. Um, most of the windows have uh, bits of fabric tacked up over them rather than blinds or uh, curtains or anything like that. And it does not seem to be terribly busy here. There are not many people at all on the sidewalk. So... Yeah. Well, this looks like the place. Yeah. Uh, what a dump. Yeah, he must have been a poor, starving artist. Or very, very secretive. I guess so. Yeah, well, uh, let's, uh, let's find out what this Irwin fella's like then. Jeez, mm -hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, there's a, uh, once you go in, there is a definite kind of musty, mildewy, old newspaper kind of mm. smell that's just everywhere here, um, overlaid with a little bit of stale cigarette smoke and um, damp. Um, there's a uh, apartment right inside a number one door and then a staircase leading up. It's very narrow and dark and cramped in here. Very, very small. If you're at all clustered, this may make you a little nervous, but um, you can you know, presume that he's probably in this ground floor apartment if he's the uh, landlord and the caretaker of the place because they usually live on the premises. Okay. There do not appear to be any mailboxes or anything that indicates names of the people who live in this building either. 
Oh, I'm I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna bang abruptly on on the door of number one. Then. All right. Um, In an assertive manner. All right, bang, bang, bang. Um, yeah. From behind the door, you will hear. Yeah, keep your shirt on. I'll be there in a minute. Sounds lovely. And uh, some thumping and wrestling and stuff being pushed out of the way and the door unlocked with several locks. And I'm this actually going to start heading up the stairs. Okay. Yeah, they're narrow and windy and creak under your even your slight weight. <laughs> and uh, this guy is a large fellow, slightly balding. Um, he's got on dungarees and a sort of a wife beater t-shirt with suspenders holding his trousers up. He looks very soft. Um, big hands, big features. He sort of fills the door up, but not muscular in the sense that, um, you know, he's... Uh, He's not like a big prize fighter sort of guy. He's more like a fellow who really likes to eat. Mm -hmm. And very sloppy, very slovenly. You know, his hair is kind of messed and, uh, you know, not very tidy. And he kind of raises an eyebrow and looks at the group of you standing here in the entryway. You are with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're uh, Danny Dice sent us over. Oh, Fuck, what does he want? We had to go up and have a look around Lambert's uh, room. Which one is it? <sighs> you folks aren't with the city, are you? Nope, like I say, Danny sent us over. Um, at this point, Maggie's going to kind of come forward a little bit. It's so nice to meet you. Um, we'd really appreciate a look around. Um, you're, uh, we're, we're, you know, friends of Danny, and um, he, he wanted us to come look over. I really hope you don't mind. And she's yeah, kind of Danny, laying it Danny on. Said, <laughs> Danny said to remind you, 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 uh, you owe him. You got a key? Yeah, yeah. He looks at Maggie, and he yeah. points to his cheek. She she gives him a little little peck and says, "Thank you so much. You're just a dear, aren't you?" <laughs> uh, dear. Hold on a second. Let me dear get the keys. Fella, like as as she turns around, she grabs her handkerchief and you know. <laughs> and uh, Gerard says to you, "You would have probably done better if you'd had meatballs or something and uh, <laughs> and spaghetti." Yeah, he uh, goes back into his uh, his apartment. He leaves the door open a little bit. You can sort of see inside, and it's very much sort of a hoarder sort of situation. There's stuff piled everywhere and kind of a little squirrel trail through furniture and books and papers and God knows what else is in there. And uh, it takes him a couple of minutes to rummage around. You can hear him opening and shutting drawers, you know, trying to turn up the keys, but eventually he does come back and uh, hands the set of keys to Maggie. He says, it's up on the third floor. Um, Thank you. Number five, easy to find, um, up at the top there. And uh, I need those keys back when you get done. 
Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, don't go off and take them with you. Oh, I won't. Silly man. All right, come on, boys. Shuts the door and uh, goes thumping back into his little uh, little kind of man cave. <laughs> to prez, you know, you catch more flies with, with honey. <laughs> You would have cut more flies with spaghetti and meatballs with you. No, I don't, I don't bother catching them. I just use a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> Saves time. All right, Paul, um, what is your plan? You're a little ahead of the, the rest of these folks. I've, I, I was actually listening to the conversation, so I'll just kind of lead the way up okay. to the apartment. All right. Uh, I've got my camera out. It's, it's a smaller one that... I use for, let's call it surveillance, oh, and uh, for special cases. So I can take some pictures, but I just didn't want it to be something that might spook him. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, walls here are fairly grimy. The uh, railings are a little rattly and loose. If you lean your weight on them, they sort of wobble a bit. The stairs creak. Uh, there's oh. dust and spider webs in the corners. Um, you know the door frames and the the doorknobs all are kind of grimy with uh, fingerprints and traces of you know where people put their hands over the years. It's clear that there hasn't been any scrubbing or cleaning done up here. Good God! I hope we all used this restroom before we came here. I'd be surprised if there's more plumbing in here. Oh. Come on, fancy pants. Come on up. It ain't going to kill you. This makes Gerard's apartment look like a palace in comparison. I swear to God, if I see a roach, I'm going to scream. Or I don't a rat. Well, luckily, no roaches or rats in the hallway, anyway. But uh, it... Uh, is pretty easy. There are only three apartments up here on the, the upper floor. Um, and uh, they all have numbers, but the numbers have been scrawled on with some sort of pencil or charcoal <laughs> or something. There's not even the little brass numbers that are... <laughs> it's mustard. <laughs> <laughs> mustard or God knows what. <laughs> something brownish yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and there it is, number five. The door is fairly uh, weathered and cracked and slightly warped, like pretty much all the other doors that you've seen up here. I'll just check the knob. Is it locked? If I, if I try the knob, I try yeah. to turn it, it is locked. Yeah, though, you know, you can rattle it, and it doesn't seem like it would take much to just put a shoulder to it and the lock you probably really don't need a key to get in because it's not a very uh, sturdy or secure kind of uh, kind of lock it's we use the key because if you do that the whole building could come down around us <laughs> who's got who's got the key I do um, and she'll she'll unlock it and um, okay. no one no one lives there right no one's lived there since uh, that is correct or at least you presume okay. so yeah, Are the key is this one of those. This place? Um, you have to go outside to change your mind. It should be, it should be much different inside. It should be fairly well lit. Otherwise, how's he going to paint? I'm going to head down to the lobby because I'm getting nervous about my car out there. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so hang out in the front and keep an eye on things. Yeah. Okay. Maggie's yeah. gonna head in to the to the room. Okay. Uh, on first glance, this is a big open space. It looks like uh, that there was probably a wall or maybe more than one wall that's been knocked down to make uh, one big large space. Um, for those of you who have already seen the painting, it's a little eerie being here because there is the slanted roof and the window that looks out over the water. The uh, bed is still in the corner there with uh, rumpled and dusty coverlets on it. My There's God. a uh, kind of broken My down table and chair in the center. I, I have to admit that I thought he was a terrible artist, but he reproduced this perfectly. <laughs> it's a terrible apartment. Life imitates art, huh? Yeah, hey, Miss Maggie, what what do you want me to shoot here? What are you looking for? Uh, well, just t take a picture from from here, to, uh, looking over the the window here, because it's looking out over the seascape, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll just, right make, about I'll just make my way around, and you know, like if I was shooting a crime scene or something like yeah. that, and just taking pictures yeah. at, at intervals. Yes, treat it like a crime scene. Yes. Good idea. Um, there are some dusty dishes sitting on a uh, counter with a, a little minimally sized sort of porcelain sink to one side. You do not see any indication of a bathroom here. So they're probably, you know, a single shared bath for the entire floor, more likely. Um, the other thing that you will see here are several uh, canvases stacked up against the wall facing away from you. I go up to over to look at those. Okay. So does Maggie. Most of them look like unfinished just sketches, broad strokes. Some of them um, look like the uh, scene outside the window, the wharf and the water. Uh, a couple of them are clearly um, sketches of the table. There is only one painting here that actually looks completed and finished. Um, a number of these canvases also have got big X's and scribbles over their surface. Uh, mm -hmm. A couple of them look torn or look like they've been cut. Tortured artist. Yes, but that's, um, and an artist living in this squalor with no money would never destroy one of his own canvases. He'd just paint over it. That's a horrible, horrible waste. Mm. I'll take pictures of the canvases as well. Okay. What does the finished one look like? The finished one is a landscape. Um, it looks like a somewhat mountainous countryside. Mm. There is a uh, little windy path that appears to go towards a mountain. And if you look at it fairly closely, um, the Mountain looks as if it's got a, um, an entryway or a temple or a doorway, something, something into the side of it. Um, this does not feel like a European landscape from just looking at the foliage and the, the kind of mountains. So probably not Germany or and certainly no place in the United States. Hmm. And it's not, it's in the same style as, uh, Yes, it is painting. definitely in 
in the same style. Hmm. The colors are a little garish. It's a little amateurish around the edges. Um, and all of you lovely folks who are studying this painting mm -hmm. can uh, make your uh, roll against your power, please. Let's see if you see anything unusual. 13. I... Ooh, good for you, Maggie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nope. Made it by one. <laughs> I got Once a 54 again. out of 60. Okay. I did not make it. <laughs> <laughs> So again, it sounds like pretty much everyone except Gerard. <laughs> of course. He's a gentle flower. Well, uh, I, I look at Maggie, and I look at the look in her eyes, and I'm like, if you tell me that this painting is moving, or that there's some woman in here, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> quiet, Gerard, quiet. Well, as you uh, look at this thing, the shadows of the uh, woods and the foliage get deeper and darker. There is this increasing sense of sort of ominous foreboding that sort of comes off of it. And as you look at this uh, sort of this mountain, the details of it seem to become a lot clearer. And what it looks like is that set into the mountain are these two hugely impossibly tall doors made out of stone. And the doors start swinging open very slowly. And whatever is behind those doors, whatever is there, even though you don't see any sort of movement, it pulls up some sort of very primal fear, kind of a terror that just sort of wells up for a couple of moments. And then it just looks like a painting again. If I look at the canvas through the viewfinder of my camera, do I see the same thing or is it just a painting? Is there a difference between the two, my naked eye and the viewfinder? Uh, you're going to be looking at it clearly with your naked eye the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at it through your viewfinder, you can make a, another roll against your power and see if you see it again. All right. But when this thing returns to normal, all of you will have this kind of cold chill up your back and just this sense of some sort of oppressive doom that kind of lingers in the air. Seeing their, their reactions, um, I, I just let it go and I back away and I'm like, you're all making fun of me, aren't you? Uh, Maggie's ignoring Gerard. No, I made I made that second roll, so I assume I saw the exact same thing yes, through do. the viewfinder. You okay. do indeed. She's just kind of standing there with her her hands over her mouth, um, kind of hyperventilating a little bit. Now I'm just. No, I, don't, I, 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 I don't get this at all. Look, Gerard, sit down on the bed. The bed is filthy. No. Well, sit down on the I'll chair, I don't know, anywhere. Chair. Just sit down. I, I sit down. The, over the there chair on that off. chair over there. Ugh. God, stop making I... such a fuss. Look, just sit, sit your ass down. All right. And I am going to take the picture, and I am going to hand it to Gerard. Okay. And give it to him. Just, look, hold it 
And look at it. Are you telling me there's nothing going on in that painting? Well, there is a little mountain and a, a field and a little path. And, uh, and it looks like there's some doors. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, this time I passed by one point. Okay. <laughs> yes. Finally. Yeah, you have to look at it for a while. It's you know, clearly, and I get the impression Prez is basically going to sort of stand next to you, maybe with a hand on your shoulder, and make sure you sit there until you see something. <laughs> yeah, look, look through it. Look, Do you see the sailboat. But uh, after after, <laughs> after a bit, uh, you will definitely see what the others what the others have seen. It uh, you know gives you this fear of uh, deep sort of visceral foreboding. And whatever is behind those doors is something that you really, really don't want to see. Oh, oh, oh my God. What the fuck Maggie, is that? Maggie kind of goes up to him and puts her arms on his shoulders. Now do you believe? Now do you believe, you stupid man? <laughs> he kind of walks away. Oh. I'm like, I don't know what in the hell y'all have got me into. <sighs> I'm so sorry, kid, but we, I need your eye on this. So, now, so, you know, now you know how serious this is. So is this the sort of stuff you've been seeing in the other painting? Yeah. This is so the other painting, there was, a, there was a woman, and she was asking for help. Jesus Christ. It's some, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, Gerard, but I, it's some sort of, and, and we're sober as a judge. You, you know, as you can see, this isn't some absinthe-induced nonsense. This is... This is reality. Because it was like... Lambert has something in these paintings. Do we it's need to make a sanity it something. Uh, It's perfectly up to you. You can... Um, yeah. You know, you know your character is better than I do, so yeah, you can I'm, determine... Yeah, I think he's going to do a sanity roll. Oh, yeah, I failed. What, what can I... <laughs> oh, I, I got an eight. Uh, yeah, Keep this is this is a little more unnerving than the picture with the lady in it, in some sense, in that whatever is here is less defined. Mm. Okay, I took three points of damage. Um, Maggie's still in the realm of rationality. She's like for desperately trying to work through like what what this is. Is it an optical illusion? Is it you know? It is a. It is some sort of a trick, but a hell of a trick, though. Um, is the architecture? Can can I place it anywhere? Can I do like an art roll or something? Sure. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'll do an appraisal. Well, no, I'll do an art roll. I do not pass that now. Okay. So I don't have any idea what the architecture looks like in the painting. Mm, I can't place this. It's it's. Uh, I don't want to look at it anymore. Yeah, put it put it away. Mm. Christ, God Almighty! Um, Maggie's going to kind of start looking around the rest of the apartment to see if there's anything else. Looking right. in drawers. Okay. Yeah, there are a couple of cupboards. Um... You know, it's pretty bare bones, and it's clear that most of this space probably was in use for, you know, his painting as opposed to being a, a luxurious place to live. Uh, but uh, 
anyone who is poking around can uh, make a spot hidden for me to see if they turn up something. Yep, I'm looking in like look closets and things of that nature. I make my spot hidden roll. Okay. I didn't. I do too. Okay. I got a 60 out of 50. And, and I'm, I'm too unnerved, but I kind of want to look at the back of the painting. How okay. the what kind of wood he used for the frame or it's, it's inner inner frame of the canvas? It's just a stretched canvas, so there's no frame on this one. Yeah, but very uh, much like not, the back of the other one. Very I small. don't understand this. So, um, let's see. People who made their spot hiddens, who made the uh, who made the lowest roll for me? Um, I had a no four. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I had a, I had a 25. All right. 33 out of 55. Okay. Well, Johnny is poking uh, around, walking, uh, walking across the floor. Um, there's no clothing. There are no personal items here aside from these canvases. So there's no clothing or anything like that. However, um, Johnny, you will feel when you're sort of walking around and, um, you know, poking at the walls and that sort of thing, that there is a, a section of the floor that sort of gives under your feet a little bit. Now, granted, this whole place is about to go to rack and ruin, but uh, this feels a little softer and more mushy than, than the rest of the place. Like a, like a hidden cache or something. Possibly. All right, so I will try to... See if I can lift, lift this piece of uh, flooring up. Okay. So um, it definitely feels loose. Um, if you've got a pocket knife or something like that that you can use to sure. pry it up. Sure. Yeah, you probably can't. Yeah, it's it's uh, fairly snuggish, so you can't really just grab it with your fingers, but you can get your pocket knife out and kind of pry it up. And there is a little space down here with a uh, couple of... Uh, couple of folded pages that look like they've been sort of wadded up in a hurry and kind of stuck down into into this little aperture. All right, well, I'll uh, pull them out and take a look at it. Okay. Yeah, they're very crumpled. Uh, there are a couple of uh, pages of sort of preliminary sketches. One of them definitely looks like a pencil sketch of the woman that you've seen in the painting. Okay. Um, the others look chaotic. There are a lot of scribbles, uh, scraps of words on there. Um, a couple of places they look like whoever was writing on these have, have uh, the, the pencil or whatever they were using has kind of poked holes in it and torn the pages here and there. It looks very frantic or um, obsessive in a lot of ways. Okay, I'll, what I'll do is I'll bring it to Gerard, since he's our okay. artist. All right, kind of smooth them out on the, the, the yeah. table. They're very it's dusty. Busy. They're, 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 a little, now? Yeah. they're a little mildewy. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell him that I found this under, underneath the floorboard. Okay. What's, what's for, this? For some reason, he had this hidden. But if you look at this one, this is of the girl that we were looking for. I'm, I'm sure it looks. So, but it looks like the other painting. Now I want to see the other painting again. Are you sure? 
I I'm you don't terrified and I am also intrigued. I I want to know how he's doing this. Okay. Well, once we're out of here, we'll I'll uh, we'll go back to uh, Frankie's place and we'll uh, have a look. Um. Maggie's gonna kind of, if she doesn't really find anything else, um, she's gonna go knock on the neighbor's door. All right. Um, there's two other neighbors on this floor. That right? is correct. Okay. So she'll go to one of the neighbors and just okay. lightly tap on the door. Yeah. Um, the first uh, place you will get no response, probably yeah. whoever's there is off to work or whatever they, uh, whatever they do. Sure. Um, the uh, second one, I was presuming you go down to the second door, mm -hmm. uh, is answered by a uh, elderly lady in a gingham dress with an apron over it. And she sort of looks at you a little suspiciously. Oh, hello, ma'am. I'm so sorry to bother you. Um, I was wondering, which, when was the last time that you saw your neighbor over here in number five? Mm. You know, she says, and she kind of leans in a little conspiratorially towards you. Maggie will lean in too, yeah. They weren't married, those two. Oh? She looks very scandalized. Was he living with someone? She was there all the time, and they were not married. Oh my goodness, how scandalous. Do you know this woman's name that he lived with? You see, he's my cousin, and we—I haven't been able to—I um, haven't been able to find him, and I really need to—I um, really need to 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 see him. No, I haven't seen him. He hasn't been around for a while. Mm -hmm. um, do you have another address for him, or do you do you have a? a uh, you know, maybe a phone number of a friend or anything that he gave you. It's like an emergency. The landlord, landlord might know where he went. Ah, okay. But I, you know, there was lights on at all hours and talking mm. and arguing and it was terrible. Uh, did you ever see anything? Um, you know, besides them, you know, living in, in sin. Did you see anything strange ever in, uh, with, with Mr. Lambert? Well, he was coming and going at all hours. What was he like to you? Well, he was nice, but he didn't say much, you know, not, uh, not friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds like my cousin, all right. Um... Can you tell me anything about the woman he, he was living with? No, she was pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, I think she was too good for him to tell you the truth. But... Was she a blonde-haired girl? Oh, yes, mm -hmm. yes. I kind of describe Cassandra a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, she nods. Okay. Okay, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your... I hope you find him. ...assistance. Thank you, yes. I'm sorry he was such a trouble for you as a neighbor. Kept to themselves mostly. It was the, the yelling and the arguing that was, it was terrible. Mm. 
you said it's been a few months since you last saw him and he well i heard that he left without paying his rent yes that's also something we need to resolve with the landlord well thank you so much for your time you're welcome dear gerard are you looking through the the papers that uh johnny okay uh how about you johnny are you kind of pouring through them with uh with Gerard? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, once you start examining these, you will be able to sort of make out some actual words that have been sort of scribbled out in a couple of places. Um, it takes a little bit of sort of holding them up to the light and kind of, uh, you know, trying to decipher them. Um, but there are realizing that we've been holding it upside down all this time <laughs> exactly um, one of them has a uh, date looks to be a date okay. uh, 06-03 and then a dash and then the letters DC in capital letters D is in dog C is in cat that is correct Zero six zero three DC. And then the other things that you're seeing on here are what look like little pieces of sort of random phrases. Um, art is life, life creates art. I must become is written in several places in very big letters and then crossed out again and again. Um, another phrase that you see written several times and then lines drawn through it is, I am he. I am he? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't understand what this is, is at all. I, I, I'm not getting this either. I have no idea. I mean... I don't want to sound blasphemous or anything like that, but it sounds kind of biblical. I mean, it sounds like something that you would read in the Bible somewhere. I don't know. I don't know anybody who would say I am he in the Bible. It sounds just like bad penmanship and bad English. I don't know. I mean, isn't it? I thought I read somewhere, maybe I got it wrong, that God called himself something like that. I am he or I am who I am or something. Something like that. I, I miss church. Like, you know, I go to church every, you know, last Sunday of the month or something. I'm not that much of a church goer, but I don't know. Um, hmm. Maybe I'm just pulling this out of my hat, trying to make some sort of sense of it. Um, is there anything else? So, so how many, how many uh, pages all together? There are five pages here. Uh, one of them is the uh, sketch of uh, Cassandra. Looks like it might have been a preliminary sketch for the painting maybe or not. Um, as you recall the painting, she has her back to you, but this is actually a face sketch. So it's, um, you know, might have been a preliminary sketch for a different painting. Is there any, and then the, is there any, the rest, oh, I'm sorry. 
go ahead. I was just going to ask, is there anything noticeable about this sketch? Something that, uh, that might clue us in on the panel? Um, it certainly resembles, you know, it's clearly the same woman. Um, this picture is apparently taken, you know, when she was either uh, looking out a window or it's, it's very reflective. Okay. What's her, what's her mannerism in the, the sketch? Um, I would say pensive, as if she's thinking deep thoughts. There's a little, uh, little melancholia to it, kind of a sadness. Um, the charcoal sketch is actually surprisingly good compared to the painting. Hmm. Huh. So I, I turn to draw this. Which is better than the painting? Yeah. I don't know. Something is something is very strange going on here. And then the other four pages are covered with these kind of scrawls and uh, weird fragments of words that have been crossed out um, almost violently in, the, in some senses, because you can see where the pencil point is kind of poked through. and uh, Almost like he was trying to compose some sort of a, a poem and kept scratching out phrases. Yes, that, that might be a good, good conclusion. What, what I'll do is uh, I'll take a bit of time. Um, I'll look for some like blank paper around the okay. and I'll lay these out and I will um, try to piece these words together to see if they come up. All right. All right. Maybe. So yeah, I'll, so I'll, take, can... yeah, I'll take, I mean, you can go, go to others. Um, and see if they're sure. Doing. Yeah, um, while you're working on that, you and Gerard can kind of pour over that and see if there's anything more sensical you can make out of that. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about the rest of you? I know that uh, Frankie is hanging out making sure he steals his car. Did did you did you say earlier that there were other canvases? There are. Uh, none of them are complete. This is the the only one that is actually a fully completed painting. Uh, the other ones look like um, sort of half preliminary dashes of colors. And as I said, a couple of them actually look as if they've been sort of slashed or uh, cut with a knife. Oh, yes, yes. Hmm. And there's nothing un unusual about them. There's no, there's not a strange sort of glaze or anything on, on any of them. Or... No, um, they look like uh, some of them are sort of rough pencil sketches. Um, and a couple of them have some dabs of color that looks like he may have tried to start to do something, but didn't finish it or didn't complete it. Uh, very preliminary, very rough. There's, there's nothing unusual looking about the fabric of the, the canvas itself. Nope. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's destroyed <laughs> that idea then. <laughs> Are, are there any paint supplies in the room? There are not. So when he ran away, he took his paint supplies with him. Well, they definitely got right. them squirreled away downstairs. Yeah, that could be too. Uh, there are definitely indications um, on the floor of little paint spatters and things like that. So you can probably tell with uh, you know a fairly accurate assessment maybe where his easel was and where he did most of his work. Um, Are there, there's nothing hanging on his walls? 
No. Are there any nails where he had things hanging on his wall? There are indeed nails. Hmm. Um, Maggie's going to kind of saunter in and, uh, well, it turns out uh, Cassie and uh, Lambert were an item. Uh, she was not just uh, some call girl he called in, you know, to model for him. I believe that they were in uh, a relationship, um, according to the neighbors. Yeah, I mean, it, well, according some to sort of relationship. I don't know if it was. According to the coworker, she she said that um, that uh, Cassandra was really interested, like serious about about this gentleman. So, um, I guess she was telling the truth. Mm -hmm. The tango. What was that? The tango. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Sure. Wayne, I, I can barely hear you. I don't know if anybody else is having the problem. But yeah, I can yeah, we, we keep writing in the thing. We keep trying to ask. type to him, but he's not reading the chat box. Let me tell him. Sorry, I didn't sorry. mean to interrupt. I'm just, I'm really That's struggling. Okay. Uh, no, somebody needed to do it. I said the, the tango. Now? Can you hear me now? Much better. Much better, yeah. It was the fan, sorry. What what do you mean by tango? You know, the tango, it is an Argentinian dance, and it has a lot to do with a story, a man who falls in love with a prostitute, and he can't stand the fact that she is sleeping with the other men. She, perhaps this was the situation we had. He fell in love with a prostitute, and... <laughs> And, and he wanted her all to himself. And so he, he painted her into the painting using black magic. All right, calm down. Let's calm down. There ain't no need for that. Let's not make this any creepier than it has to be, fancy pants. It sounds like parts of wood. Well, I, I suggest that we take this painting with us. Um, obviously, he's not coming back for it, and I doubt our l landlord will care very much if it's missing. Um, if there wasn't anything else here, I, I just need to have a word with the landlord to see if I can get more information on Lambert's whereabouts. Um, anything else we need to do here, fellows? But, but you said they were a, a couple. That's what it sounds like, but he may have also had a relationship of sorts with his mentor. Well, we also know that she was a prostitute. Yes. So you see, they hate one another. Be, well, it could be a Carmen situation, like you seem to be insinuating, but we really don't know. Hmm. They they did quarrel quite a bit, according to our gingham yeah. clad neighbor. He didn't want her to sleep with other people. And she and he had no money. She was paying for everything. I feel like you're writing their story for them, Gerard. Perhaps I should write their story for them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This will be an amazing sculpture. I'm sure you'll you'll 
It is a tale as old as time. A song as old as Ryo. <laughs> I'm going to hit you so hard. <laughs> All right. Anything else here? I, I didn't find anything else, but. I got plenty so, of pictures, Maggie. Well, I'll I'll wonderful. take them back to my dark room and get them processed as soon as I can. Wonderful. You know, Mr. Philip Stone will pay a great great deal of money for that painting. Yes, uh, indeed. We can use it maybe as a bargaining chip. I, I will show you the uh, drawings that that we came across. Okay. Um, Johnny and Gerard, you can make a uh, another generally be perceptive kind of role for me, please. And did we make anything out of the scribbles? That's what I'm having you. <laughs> I got a 25. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't. I got a 67. So. Okay. Apparently, Gerard is suddenly in tune with this whole, uh, whole story. Um, you know, spreading these out and... Uh, trying to transcribe them. Uh, Johnny's brought you over some blank scraps of paper and you guys can kind of piece some of this together. Um, most of it seems to be sort of random meanderings, uh, but one thing does stand out just a little bit and that is a phrase that says, and you sort of piece this together because it's not all one sentence, it's sort of scattered across several pages. Okay. Um, but the words seem to kind of um, logically fall into place, as it were. Uh, and it decodes out to, I must become him. Art is life, life is art. I must become him. Pikmin? Who knows? Maybe. He certainly was aspiring to be like Pikmin. Hmm. Very strange. I need a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Uh, uh, is anyone else going with Maggie, or are you just going by yourself down to talk to the old lady again? Yeah, I was just going to stop by real quick. Okay. On, on the way out? On the way out, yeah. Okay. Well, she will, like, open the she, door. And... I am so sorry to bother you again, ma'am. Um, you know, I was just thinking about it. Do you know what the uh, uh, my my cousin and his uh, his companion were arguing about by chance? Maybe it'll lead to more clues as to where he is. Well, I don't like to. I don't like to speak bad of people. You understand? Oh yes, yes. But they weren't married. Yes, I know. Uh, it's unfortunate. I heard them yelling one time about about money, and I heard them her say one time to her that that um, she was not going to do it anymore. And I don't know what that means, but 
I can only imagine. Hmm. I mean, he was an artist after all, and you know what they're like. Yes, it's it's an unfortunate lifestyle. Um, so, how how often would she how often would she uh, would she come over? Oh, she uh, was there all the time. I tell you, they they were living in that room together, and yeah. not married. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Well, that certainly clears things up a little bit for me. All right. Well, I will leave you be. I hope you find him. And if he, if you do, you should set him on the straight and narrow. Yes, that's what we're aiming for, God willing. I'll keep you in my prayers, young lady. I, I... Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, um, so Maggie's going to you know, lock the door if everyone's okay. left. Um, and... well, before we go, I've got two questions. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh, first of all, have we uh, have have we opened everything and uh, found everything there is to find in terms of cabinets and yes, just to confirm that. Yep. Also, uh, I want to open the window if it's mm -hmm. openable. Yeah. And put my head out okay. and see if there's anything to be seen on the outside of the building. Um, the wharf, the water, uh, the building. Um, make a roll for me, Diz. <laughs> That's at 35. Okay. Um, the sill itself on the outside has some um, scratch marks or gouges in it. Like claw marks or something? Um, not quite that heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the wood is fairly crumbly here, like this entire place is, but um, possibly, I don't know, you're a pretty smart guy. Make another roll for me. Okay, that's a... You're on the third floor. Yeah. Yes, you are. 60. Six zero. Okay. Uh, hard to say. Okay. Uh, does, call, it, does it call one like the other? somebody's tried to open this window from the outside? Uh, no. How many scratches? Um, five or six. And just sort of random or parallel to each other? Or? Parallel to each other. And about how far apart? Well, finger width, maybe. Oh. Okay. Five or six, you say? Mm-hmm. And, and they're all... Within, they're all an inch apart all About together? That. yeah. So it's not like two sets or anything? No. Okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, just to add slightly to that, the ceiling, mm -hmm. is there anything in the ceiling that can open up like to an attic or? No, no, it's okay. you know, fairly stained. Looks like there's water that's come in here, but there's nothing like a, a crawl okay. space or any, yeah, okay. any door. We looked under any carpet that's on the floor. No uh, you carpet. Said there's a yeah. carpet. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bare here. Right. All right. Okay. 
So we've escorted out the painting, yep. right? It's out. Okay. Are you going to uh, leave the other canvases, the kind of trashed ones, or are you going to take those as well? If you can fit them in your car, uh, Frankie, maybe. Maybe. Is there is there anything about the canvases that are torn that could indicate what he was working on? Um, it looks as if um, these are kind of incomplete sketches that maybe he was dissatisfied with for some reason. Um, you get the feeling with your sort of artistic vibe, uh, Gerard, somewhat like these papers that they were sort of torn maybe out of frustration or... Mm -hmm. or um, what I mean, I guess, is can I tell that this one was probably going to be a person? This one was going to be a landscape, even if um, it's just rough sort of sketches. Yeah, most of them seem to be probably preliminary sketches of of uh, of the girl. Okay. Yeah, it's strange though that they are torn. That's just wasteful. Yeah. Um. Yes, but that painting's there. If you give that to Philip Stone, don't give it to him. Make him pay for it. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I did promise him a Lambert, so maybe we can use this one as leverage. Okay. All right, so Maggie's going to lock up, and then, um, yeah, she's going she's gonna to go back to the landlord's office, but she's going to kind of turn to the kid and say, hey, could you, could you just hang out up on the staircase and just kind of keep an eye out? Yep. Yeah, no don't, worries. Don't yeah, don't let him see. Yeah, that's that's in the car. <laughs> okay. So yeah, she's gonna knock on the door. Okay. Well, it'll take him a couple of moments to leverage himself up to the door and <laughs> unlock it and <laughs> gives you a big kind of sloppy grin. Oh. Here you go. Um, thank you so much for your assistance today. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, could you tell me where did Mr. Lambert go? Oh, I'd like to know that myself. He owes me money. Right, right. Did he list a reference or a, a, you know a character reference or anything? No. Application. No, there was. A bit of an argument with his girl and uh, uh, I think she must have left because uh, I didn't see her for a couple of days and then uh, then he took a powder in the middle of the night. Hmm. Um, do you know anything about this girl? Yeah. I don't think she was the kind of girl that you'd want to take home to your mother if you know what I mean. Hmm. I see, but she was very beautiful from what I Oh, very pretty, very pretty. Yeah. Yes, okay. Was this the only girl that he, he brought over? Oh, they were living together, frankly. Oh, I see, okay. So, hmm. So, can I chime in? Sure. Mr. Irwin, right? Yep. By any chance, do you know if she left with him? I didn't see her around for a couple of days before he took off. So 
I think they had some sort of fight, and maybe she left to cool off. Um, it was kind of unusual because she was always around. So after he left, she never really. Do you remember recall seeing her coming back, like looking for nope. him or ask, nope. asking you where he went, that sort of thing? Nope. She never mm -hmm. showed up again. Okay. That's interesting. Um, did. Uh, you know, you kind of mentioned she might have been somewhat, somewhat ill repute. Did her employer ever come around or anyone else, any of her friends? Mm -hmm. They didn't seem, I mean, they would go out together, but mm -hmm. um, I never saw anyone come to visit them. Okay. No one, yeah, so no one else came came to visit Mr. Lambert at any at any time. No, if they were seeing any people, they uh, they were seeing them, you know, not here. Outside yeah. of the apartment, yeah. Okay. Has anyone else been around looking for him at all? No. We're the only ones. Okay. And and how long ago did they run off? He um, God must have been nearly well, nearly a year. What was that you got out there? June, June, I think, of last year was the last time I saw them. Mm. June 3rd. Tell me, uh, when you got anything of, uh, got anything from Lambert's place in there? Yeah, I got uh, paints and um, some other stuff like that some clothes, that sort of stuff they left behind. I've been uh, trying to find a buyer for some of it, you know, to get back some of the rent that he owed. Well, my, 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 my pal here is a, an artist. He might want to have a look at the paints. Oh, I'd be happy to sell them to you. Why don't we look at some of the other items as well? Maybe. Yeah, let's, let's have a look at what you got. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. Burrows back into his little uh, fire trap have, with an apartment. <laughs> I don't have a great deal of money. We'll, and, we'll figure something out. Uh, comes back with a fairly uh, substantial yeah. cardboard box, which he'll uh, plop down on the, the floor there. And he says, oh, you guys can go through it if you uh, you want it all. Uh, I'll take Oh, you cut out there, Janice. You you cut out. Um, how much? What did he say? Couple bucks. Couple bucks. Um. Uh. Yeah, go on. I'll give him a couple of bucks for it. Well, then let's just take it. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. at first glance, you can tell there's some clothing that's stacked on top, and uh, God knows what's underneath. I'd rather examine this back into our yeah, face. I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. This is really, we really appreciate it. You're sure there wasn't anything else that, that he left behind? No. Um, I got the impression that he sort of left in a hurry, but uh, I don't think they owned a lot, if, if you know what I mean. I mean, there was some dishes and odds and ends like that, but uh, personal stuff, not too much. Anything hanging on their walls? Paintings? Pictures? 
No, just the just the things that are up there and the the one I gave to Danny. Okay. We Okay, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Sure. Come back She's anytime. Walk out before before he tries to get another kiss. Again. <laughs> get another kiss. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell he was angling for that. <laughs> yeah, she scampers out before that that can happen. All right. Pile into Frankie's car and going back to uh, Gerard's place or uh, where are you guys headed to? Over to Frankie's yeah. house. The where, the other where? paintings at Frankie's. I want very much to see this painting. I want to show the kid the painting too. He's in on this. So. Okay. All right. Quick hop, skip, and a jump across town and over to, to Frankie's place. Luckily, um, his wife his wife is not home. Yep. I'm not used to entertaining, but I got water if anybody wants it. Uh, got any gin? Water never touched this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's because fish pee in it. <laughs> you should still have some of that stuff that we picked up last night. That's Too right. Much. That's right. Uh, I don't even care at this point. It's a bit strong. Yourself. Yeah. Just gulp it down and just. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I want to be completely sober when I look at this painting. You're going to look again? I want to see it now. Kid, take a look at it too. You're 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 in deep on this with us too. I don't know where y'all are getting these weird paintings at, but I'll take a look and I'll take some pictures of it. See You've what happens. On the street. You work the vice vice beat and the crime beat. I got a this time. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, make a roll for me, kid. Alrighty. So see anything in this? I'm rolling against power. Is that correct? That's correct. Two. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm seeing into time. You are. <laughs> um, this painting is uh, clearly has been uh, done in the apartment that you were just in. In fact, it has a the bed there, the window that you can see the water in the distance. Um, in the bed is a woman that's got bed linens artfully draped over her apparently naked body because you can tell her back is exposed. Mm -hmm. And as you watch, the shadows along the floor and around the bed start to thicken and become a little more solid. Um, you can't really make out what they are, but they definitely seem to have some sort of uh, malevolent intent. They and they're moving toward her? Reaching towards her, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she turns and looks at you with your wonderful zero two mm -hmm. <laughs> directly in the eyes. Mm -hmm. This anguished kind of expression and says, help me. And then the painting looks exactly as it was before. Can you hear me? Did you hear the painting? I just kind of, I, 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 yeah, I'm making, I'm going to make a, a, a sanity roll here because this is two weird paintings in one day. It is. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of things like Maggie said, but I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I passed my sanity, but all right, I passed it, but yeah, with the zero two, you definitely feel her. Uh, yeah, exactly. And desperation and uh, it will certainly inspire you to want to put forth a lot of effort to find out what happened to her. She seems Maggie. very vulnerable, very fragile. Maggie and I'm a, a drink. Maybe a little bit of a crush. You just never know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is quite lovely. Good, good. Excellent. Christ God Almighty. Now, just to make sure we're all on the same page, y'all heard this painting talk to you, right? Yep. yep. She said, help me. And now you know why why we need to find her. Have you guys slipped me some sort of drugs? But uh, nope. I, I I apologize for not believing you. I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it. I looked at this painting multiple times and I couldn't see it. Well, now you know. <sighs> Maybe we just rip open the canvas and she can climb out. Over that easy. What is the paint like on this canvas? It is looks it like oil. Thick? It's, it... you know, oil paint has a kind of a rough texture to it. Right. It's not applied with a, you know, it's applied with a brush. So there are brush strokes and that sort of thing. So not heavily, heavily thick. Not like it's been applied with a knife or something like that, where there's no. where there's texture. Right. And, and exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, but when I stare at the paint, is there any indication of how this uh, this illusion could be accomplished, or is no? If you you know you look at it very closely, and there doesn't appear to be, you know, you can make out that there are some pencil lines here where he clearly roughed it out before painting it uh -huh. but uh there doesn't seem to be a second painting at least that you can discern underneath or anything like that and there's nothing on the back of the canvas itself nope it's just stapled to stretchers and this one is actually in a frame whereas the other one that you found was not well let's look through his his box his his stuff yeah there you go okay Maybe right. maybe he had a witch make him some magic paint. <laughs> I'm now I'm the one who sounds ridiculous. <laughs> well, there's clothing here. Um, you get the indication, at least from the clothing, that he's uh, pretty average height, not uh, terribly heavy. Um, probably a starving artist type. So, um, and there are uh, tubes of paint here. There is an artist's uh, palette with dried paint on it and some brushes that are all stiff who definitely have not been cleaned appropriately, you know, so some gum kind of, spirits and turpentine and What kind of an artist charcoal. doesn't pay for? This, this doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> an artist who rips canvases and doesn't clean his brushes. He was a moron. <laughs> Even, um, even I know that just from, from, from decorating my apartment, you should always clean your brushes and put your ladders away. Are, now, do I recognize the brands of paints? Uh, 
Indeed, and surprisingly for his particular uh, circumstances, these are very expensive, high-quality artist supplies. Mon Dieu. He couldn't afford these. What if it was all an act? What if, what if he specifically chose to live in that rat hole, um, you know, to, you know, put on a performance of sorts, uh, you know, the starving artist uh, lifestyle. What, what do we, what do we really know about him? What do we know about his background? We very little. As far as we know. Well, they was always arguing about money. Maybe he spent money on good paints rather than rent and food or something nice for her. Well, he didn't make money painting things. He, he, he wasn't successful. She was the one who made the money prostituting yeah. herself. I think that's Maybe what the was... argument was. I think Gerald was uh, right earlier when he was saying that, you know, it's the tango thing that he was speaking of. Um, yeah, I think that that's probably what happened there. He was in love with her and he didn't want her to work. Perhaps. Seems uh, likely. And, and, and he's not behaving here like an artist behaves. In what way? I know, I know myself that uh, some of these brushes are very expensive. You would always maintain your brushes. You would always recycle canvases. So he was either not starving or just very badly trained. From what Maybe he was upset. Said. Or he might have had something more pressing on his mind. No, it's his life. If he, if if art is yeah. his life, then there's nothing more pressing. Food's not more pressing. But yeah, which means that there must have been something that really got to him in order for him to abandon this. I, I know how. I mean, I, I'm not a, uh, a an artist as far as painting or or drawing, but oh. I know I take care of my trombone. Well, if he if he ran away, that might be the reason why. But well, he would have I had to have ran away in the middle of painting. Was he in? Well, I don't know. Was he might have been in some other money trouble too? Well, he also may may have thought he was going to be back. We don't know that he ran away. All we know is that he left his apartment and never came back. Hmm. There's a difference there. He would have cleaned his brushes. I know it sounds ridiculous. Take it from an artist. He would have cleaned his brushes. I mean, the only thing I could think of would be if somebody was after him. There you go. He may have been murdered. Who knows? There you go. I mean, I can check with my contacts at the police department and see if there's anything going on or any unsolved cases or anything that's come up like that. You said that he was that she was associated with Mr. Stone and that he was a very violent person. Yeah. Right now, Mr. Stone is the only connection we have uh, with, between these people. Her backstory is, you know, so clouded uh, in that world. Um, and there's hardly anything we can get on Mr. Lambert. Well, I am willing to risk anything to go there, but I don't think that you should go. I think it's far too dangerous. 
If anything, it'll be a great story. I could, I could tell him that, that I am your friend, Miss Townsend, and I can bring him the painting, and I can say that you were, you were taken away because you are on an assignment, a reporting assignment, and you cannot come. Why would we bring him the painting? Yeah, to get but, money. Uh, yeah, but um, the money's already been paid for, hasn't it? Not yeah, for if, this we, if, if, we, if we were going to get money for the painting, then wouldn't it be better to um, start a bidding war between him and this other guy, Weatherton? Yeah, that is probably a good idea. You're a smart cookie. But didn't he already pay Dice for the painting? Wasn't Crowley delivering it to him just because it was already paid for? Right. But, but that's, yeah, but we have the painting now. But if that's the case, why hasn't he sent men to Pearlie to pick up the painting? Well, he had if it's days. already his property. And he doesn't know about this other painting. He doesn't. I mean, the other painting, I understand, we can maybe negotiate. But... He, would, he would buy anything by Lambert. He, was, he had a glint in his eye that he... Uh, anything by Lambert, he would, he would gladly take. Yes, he has a very strange collection of paintings. I guess what I'm asking yeah. is, he might be the one who's hurting her. And you guys I, are basically trying to give him what he wants and also make money from it. Am I interpreting that right? Well, we need a way well, to get in there. That's just our way to get in. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're not trying to. I don't it. really care about these paintings. I mean, they're disturbing and they have some strange effect on us, but I, I, I don't really care about the, the paintings we're not themselves. Giving, I, I mean, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, we're not giving him the painting of uh, Sandra. We're giving him this other. Right. We can use other the other one as leverage. Yeah. So this. I, I must have misunderstood that. I thought. I thought um, Gerard was going to give him the painting with Cassandra. No, 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 no. I was, I was suggesting because Maggie has already told him she was bringing him the painting. He will be surprised to find that it is a different painting. But there's no way that we would know, supposedly, that there are two paintings. Or, I mean, we could just show up with nothing and, you know, and just say, you know, I'm afraid we, we couldn't get the painting. I mean, he, he was excited to have me there in any case. I'd be afraid of his temper, though, you said. Yeah, he's, he's a disturbing individual, but um, we need to find out something. We need to find something about this girl, and he may have her in, in captivity, like you were saying, Frankie. Um, On the other side, only Dice, Dice is expecting us to deliver the painting. Yeah, at some point the painting's got to get to, to him. There is another very obvious possibility here. The painting might just be a trick. It might just be an illusion, an optical illusion. There have been such things before. And we might be making up an entire belief around just a it's it's one trick i've i've thought that too we're also hearing something as well i mean it's one thing to look at something like i said earlier you know you you can look at a concept of a painting and come up with different uh ideas of what that painting is supposed to mean but if we're all hearing the same exact thing 
but I've been racking my brain about this, Gerard, and the fact that uh, the the woman that Johnny and Frankie brought over that she also saw the same thing, and she was not exposed to our hysteria or whatever you want to call it, indicates to me that there is something objectively strange about this painting. That something is happening in these paintings. Oh, I think what? we can all agree that something's definitely happening in these paintings. I'm what if no it's like a? Did they have sound movies yet? No. no. Not yet. Jazz Singer came out in 29, I think. 29. I've seen moving pictures before mm -hmm. in the cinema, and I don't know exactly how they're created, but... There's no real Gerard. You can look at the painting here. You can feel I, it. I know. There's no I know. real. There's no, there's no moving parts to this. It's canvas. I, I, am, I, am, I am straining my imagination. I understand. I had the same inclination. All I know is, is that this woman is in trouble, and if we have a way possibly to save her, I'm going to go that route. And I'd be willing to put myself in danger to do that. I probably won't get nude, but, um, but I can at least, you know. Well, what you actually know is that she was in danger a year ago. <clears throat> yeah. You, you really should not go to this man's house again. Well, the, the idea here is if if you decide to go, you're not going to go alone. You'll have an well, I'm going. I would I'm not going. go to this man's house. I'm going Mag, to go. Meg is my paycheck, so I'm going with her. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, again, uh, Frankie and I can go. Um, we can be a musical guest or something like that. Who knows? Um, Everybody loves music, you know. I mean, I'm not sure what type of music he listens to, but for musicians, we, we can play pretty much anything. I've seen y'all play; y'all are good. Okay. I'm I'm hesitant to split us up, but what we may want to do is, once you all get to the party, perhaps you can surreptitiously contact me. He he has a phone in the house, I'm sure, um, and you can contact me, and I can I can come and you know be the, the rescuing, uh, the, the knight to rescue her, her, uh, her damsels, if you will. All right, that's assuming. Waiting in the wings. That would be assuming that he has a working phone or that it will continue to work if we get into trouble. But, He's hey, quite isolated. Uh, I'm, I'm up for, for it. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. Just to possibly set up a plan, I can wait in a cab or something, and at a certain time, I can come by um, if if I haven't been contacted by you all ahead of time. You know, it would it would not be it would not be unreasonable, Maggie to make the excuse that you changed your mind because you were afraid of all the naked people. I agree. I, um, I made it seem like I was okay with that sort of thing, but obviously I'm not. Wait, 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 wait. Naked people? <laughs> naked is, people? It is a party with no clothing. Do you know what an orgy? No, 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 no. Yes. 
That's my Mr. grandma. Stoner. My grandma in Dallas did not raise me <laughs> to go to naked people parties unless I was not, married, and it was would, me and my wife. You, you would not have anything to worry about or embarrassment, but if you are uncomfortable, don't come. Kid, perhaps you should stay with me. And uh, like I, I said, we can so. be waving. We and we're keeping waiting. our clothes on just so we're all square here. Fancy Pants can take his clothes off. That mm, They do things differently oh, in France, I'm sure. He only wears a Komodo anyway, so it's not. Oh, God. Much closer. No. I'll wait with you in the cab, and we will rescue the damsel, and I'll take pictures, and Bob's your uncle. There you go. Uh, no orgies, no naked people. Mister mm. Nelson, I will, uh, I will make you a deal. If you call me Gerard, I will call you Paul. I will call you Mister Pantalon. That is acceptable. All right. All right. Sounds like uh, you guys have at least a tentative plan. Frankie. Indeed. Um, I, you know, I spoke for for myself, but what do you think? Can I bring uh, my wife? Do you, do you want to come come ah. along? And... Can I bring my wife? Sure, you can if you want. <laughs> but then your wife will know what what you've been up to. I don't want you to get into trouble with her. All right, we'll see. Um, but if if that's the case, then what we could do is we can uh, give. Um, these the, the two reporters, um, your car, like they can drive us there and then they can wait somewhere maybe down the road just in case something goes goes on. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, maybe, present is what do you think of our plan? Well, I'm I'm all in favor of it. Um, although I I'd um, I'd like to get an angle on this Weatherton guy. But I'm wondering if maybe he might be at the party. Depends what kind of rivalry him and Stone have. If it's a, if it's a kind of friendly rivalry, then he could well be there. <laughs> or his principal. Yeah. They also, if, if you're going to hand over, if you're going to hand over the painting tomorrow night, that only gives you one day to make a copy of this thing. No, we're going to give him the the painting that we found in his apartment. No, we're not. He's expecting the one with a girl in it. He that doesn't know happened. what he's expecting. No, yeah. he's, we've already you told. No we've described, we just, I described the painting to him when I was at his house. Yeah, okay. the girl. The, he's he he's gonna. He has to get the girl painting at some point. But we're not necessarily the messengers for that. Like, right. we, if if we need to produce a painting, we can give him the landscape um, and hold that's, on to the picture. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I think if you're going to, I don't think you give him the landscape. You show him the landscape and you start a bidding war. Yeah, I'd agree with that. If you feel comfortable with that, uh, Prez, as you saw, this this man gave me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, he's he's an odd fellow, and uh, it sounds like anecdotally we know he's violent or prone to violence. And do y'all want to start a bidding war with a man who's got a trigger finger? I'm okay. going to take it from you. Perhaps you need a uh, a strange man to deal with a strange man. Perhaps we need someone to take a photograph of the painting, and we can show him a photograph of the painting, 
and get him to start bidding on that. Ah, because I, I that. think setting foot in his house with the actual painting there would be you a go. big, big mistake. There you go, Mr. Barkley. There you go. How long does it take to take a photograph? There you go. No, it. You have. This is 1920. You have to take the picture, get it developed. Right. Well, I have. I, yeah, he has a dark room. Yeah, know, take the picture now. When he does, dark room tonight. And, you yeah. know, I have a dark, a private dark room, so it's not like anyone else is going to see it. Okay. So there's confidentiality. That's my business. Very good. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got at least a uh, outline of a plan. Uh, Given that we've uh, run over our time a little bit, we can uh, pick up this discussion next week. And we still have uh, Frankie and Johnny's potential meeting with Lydia Oleander to take a look at. Excellent. All right. Good stuff tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Our players included Jeff Wilkins, Bill Mize, Troy Wheeldryer, Mick Swan, Steve Hill, Wayne Worthy and myself with Janice Hill as Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Jubilee Stomp, was performed by Duke Ellington and his Cotton Club Orchestra. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our show free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show enjoy the privilege of listening to some of our pre- and post-game conversations. We discuss just about everything. It can be fascinating, funny, and insightful. We have a new patron tonight, Freddie Rayev, who has pledged $3 a month. Thank you very much, Freddie. Thank you. Thanks, Freddie. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.